Today on the show, I'm happy to have Laura Johns. She's the founder of the Business Growers. They're helping tech companies grow with ROI-driven marketing. So Laura, what happened with your first business that led you to now being on your second business? Yes, thank you. I, I've always been employed by tech companies. And um, I started an LLC as my husband took a job uh, a little further from where I originally had had employment. So I decided it's time to start my own thing so I don't have to drive three hours one way as we were starting our families. I had a, a newborn baby and just by default was like, I need to make income and started a business with no intent of growing it. I just needed revenue, <laughs> just to pay the bills. So that was business one. Um, we lived uh, three hours from where we'd originally um, started our family and really an hour and a half, but I was driving a lot. So I started this business. And then after a couple of years, I went back actually to work full time. And when I went back to work full time, it didn't take me very long. I think people say once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. But once I had gone back to work full time, and had my second son, I really quickly realized that what was best for our family and then always also what was best for my own spirit and what I felt um, I had the, the ability and capacity to do was to do what I'd always done, which is serve tech companies and marketing, but do it um, at a larger scale. So that was 2021. So around the time that PPP loans were coming out for business owners and because I had gone back to work full, full time, my LLC originally had experienced a loss. And so I was able to utilize the PPP loan program to do a business called the Business Growers that, that now has 17 employees and we're in 23 states all over the country. So now with that PPP loan, I was able to take what really was just a, a side gig to make some money and then start to hire people and really grow a business. And I feel like that's an important entrepreneurial change or shift for me was I went from, I just got to make ends meet to I'm ready to grow this thing and do something meaningful. Now, you scaled this second business in a very short period of time. Yes, I did. Very fast. In less than two years, we have 17 employees or right at two years, we have 17 employees. So I think early on that, what do I attribute that to? Is that the question? I think early on, just really knowing that I didn't want as a marketing agency, a lot of them survive off of project-based revenue. And I knew that I didn't want to do that because that really lends itself to not being sure where your next paycheck's coming from. So I really, and I really had experienced as a marketing leader in various tech companies, every agency I worked with over the last 20 years, it was very much a, here's your website and then we're done. Wipe my hands clean, we're done. And, and I had never really, I was usually like a sole marketer. So I was like the marketing director with no team. And so I always needed more support and never felt like I really had that. So we Actually, our, the way that we support our clients is in a kind of a good, better, best model, uh, depending on the level of support you need. But at every level, it's a partnership. It's a recurring partnership. And we don't charge hourly. We don't charge projects. And just being able to build that from the ground up and start that way allowed us to scale really quickly, I think. So in order to sustain that size, you also have to take on a lot of clients really quickly. Yes, um, a lot of clients, but also we're really serving as a full marketing team. So our clients are getting a graphic designer, a web developer, a marketing strategist, an SEO specialist, a digital ads specialist. They're getting access and really a partnership with all of those people. We're probably a higher price point potentially than some other marketing agencies, but we're also offering the equivalent of five or six different staff members 
um, versus you having to hire those in-house. And we feel like an in-house team. We're on your team Slack. We're meeting weekly, that type of thing. So it's a bit more, I tell folks that we're fractional CMO services and implementation support. So we're not just consulting and we're not just delivering or producing a product where we're doing both. So a lot of clients, but also we having the right clients and of course, you know, having the right clients and doing good work drives referrals. So that's really helped. Are you currently the salesperson who brings in the new clients? I am. Yes. So are you just an amazing closer? Because most people don't. <laughs> I, I really just care a lot about what I do. And I will say that my ability to really quickly recognize that having been in B2B tech my whole career and focusing on that in this business, you really see the light bulb go off on a lot of calls where I'm pitching or, or talking about what I do. A lot of the companies, we have a lot of clients in telecommunications, which I've been in almost my entire career. So when you're having a conversation with someone and they see and understand that you really get what they're doing and you really have experience in that, I think that really helps, you know, set you apart from potentially, in my case, a traditional agency who's a generalist who may not have any other clients in your space. Of course, you run into, you know, having to turn down folks that might be in a similar area or competitor of one of your other clients. But to me, that's well worth it just to know that you're serving clients well. And I think that really has helped with the closing is that having an understanding of what they do, they realize they need it. Do you have any special techniques you're using to get in front of these potential clients? Referrals so far, and I'm sure we have done no, I, I hate to say this as a marketing agency because we help our clients with this all the time, but so far in the last two years of running this business, we have not done any outbound marketing strategies. Everything has been referral-based. And what the way that in our business that, that I guess it sen- seems to work is, let's just say, for example, I have a client who is in cybersecurity and he does cybersecurity solutions for a variety of different technology companies or software companies, all of those companies know them really well and trust them and they might need marketing help. That's a very quick and easy introduction for for my client. And I don't even ask them. And they that's what I'm very thankful for is that, again, I've, I've recently wrote a blog post about this, but doing good work um, and really focusing less on the revenue and more on the quality of your work, I think is really the secret to to getting those referrals and to not having to work quite as hard. Um, referrals and testimonials, making sure you fill your website with testimonials of your good work, um, I think is the key. And you're also very focused on a very specific market, right? Yes. Yeah. And I found a lot of people that scares, and I know there are plenty of generalist agent agencies out there, but there are also a lot of people who really hone in and find that, that target customer. And I'm 100, I wouldn't have believed you a couple of years ago if you said that's the key, but I really believe that has helped us not only internally, when you're working, when you're doing everything for everyone, it can really frustrate your team and get and get cause some problems internally. But if you're really laser focused on what your offer is and who you're offering it to, it makes things a lot more seamless from a processes and people standpoint. And right now you're B2B tech, but is it even more specific than that or is it more that category? It's, it's more specific. We have particular like managed services providers, software, any sort of software company. We don't do anything in retail, so I'm not building a Shopify shopping website. We're not doing product-based, so it's more software and services. But we have a lot of telecommunications clients too. But really anything right now in B2B tech, if it's the right fit, we'll say. So what's your vision for the next few years with the company? I'm actually reading the book Traction right now. Have you ever read the book Traction? <laughs> reading that right now, and I read the vision chapter last night. So my team is meeting today to talk about the Traction book. Really, my our core purpose is to empower women. I've always been a woman and a woman in technology. 
I've always been fascinated with the fact that women are really great connectors and women do a really good job of taking otherwise complex um, product and, and service and really making it make sense to a buyer. So I've employed um, a lot of women and we're really, to me, that's a big part of what we're going to be doing uh, for years to come is continuing to grow and empower women in tech because I don't think there's enough of them. And I want to make sure that I do my part to to bring them up. But really, honestly, my hope and vision is that we continue to get laser focused. I, right now, we're offering six core services. I'm not sure that we'll always do that. I'm not sure that these next few years don't mean that we're going to hone in on one one or two things in particular that we get really good at. And that's what I'm excited about is as we evolve, making sure that the clients that we have maybe had from the beginning that aren't perfect for us, that we're moving on from those and that we're really just honing in more and getting more specific and better, the better, the more specific you get, the better quality you can produce. So definitely. So if any of our listeners wanted to get in touch with you for your services or check you out, how could they do so? Yeah, you can look us up. Thebusinessgrowers.com is our website. I'm on all social platforms, even TikTok, although we, again, we're, the girls in the office are together two days a week. So those are the days that we do a TikTok if we're going to do one, because I'm not great at TikTok, but it's at the biz growers on all, on all social. So you can look us up there and, and be entertained. We do love a, a TikTok or a video from time to time. Thank you, Laura, for coming on the show and everybody yeah, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.